Welcome to another episode of the Loving Life After Loss podcast. I am your host, Marie Alessi. Good morning, lovely people. Marie Alessi here with this beautiful question that is so close to my heart and I couldn't wait to come live to unpack that with you. Will I ever love again? This question has been posted and asked so many times within our movement Loving Love After Loss and I really believe that it is time to maybe openly talk about the emotions that happen thereafter. For those of you who have lost a spouse, I can only imagine that this question sooner or later pops into your head. At some stage in our healing journey, we ask ourselves, Will I ever love again? It's just a normal question, you know, it is nothing to feel guilty about, yet it is often accompanied with a lot of different emotions and a lot of different logics that we have in our heads. You know, will it feel like I'm cheating on my late husband? Will it feel the same? Can it ever be the same intensity? Will it be completely different? A lot of people say, you know what, I have started a relationship again, yet I have never ever loved anybody like my husband again or I have started a new relationship yet um, it feels like cheating. So here's my thing. Love is the eternal power source around us. It never leaves us. It is always there. And I want to take you back to two different uh, events in my life before I unpack this question a little bit further with you. Uh, as a matter of fact, we will be unpacking this question as I take you back on memory lane. Who here, who's watching this right now, and I'd love to hear from you in the comments if you're open to it, can remember the very first major heartbreak in your life. For some people, it might even be this one right now, when your spouse, your husband, your wife passed, and then you're one of the very, very lucky ones because it means that you never, ever had a heartbreak before. But most of us have experienced a um, major heartbreak in our adolescence years, like depending on when your first relationship was, but usually in around the teenage years when you have your very first young, innocent relationship, uh, this is where a lot of us also experience the first major heartbreak. I want to take you back to those moments, if you remember. I remember thinking that I won't ever feel the same way again, that I won't ever find love like that again and I know of countless teenager stories where they were sobbing in bed and not thinking that this could ever 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 happen to anyone again. Has it happened again for most of you? Yes absolutely and um, I will leave that there because I think that's pretty self-explaining what's happening with our hearts, with our brains. We need to catch up we need to process the emotions. We need to allow our hearts to heal before we are ready for a new relationship. And did it happen again? As I said, for most of you, yes. So then I want to take you a little bit further down my memory lane when I was pregnant with our second son. I remember uh, being in the office with my doctor because I did shared care. So half of the appointments were with the hospital, half of the appointments with 
my GP, and I remember saying to her, I would like to ask you a question, the same question twice, once as a doctor and once as a mom. And I said, uh, you know, the one thing that I feel that really troubles me, that worries me is I love Flynn so much. I have never experienced such a pure form of love ever again. The way you love your child is not to be explained in words to those who were never lucky enough or made the choice not to have children. It is something that a mom would truly understand, a dad would probably understand. Yet I was sitting there in his office worrying about whether I would ever love my second child as much as the first one. And it was the cutest thing because she looked at me and she, she had a little chuckle and she said, Marie, just looking at you, how you, and listening to you, how you talk about your son and seeing the love that you feel for him in your heart, this cannot be explained in words because she was a mom herself. She's, she's got three kids, they're all grown up now. And she said, the fact that you do love your first child that much and here's the key word, please listen carefully, tells me that you're capable of loving like that again. And that to me, I had no idea what impact that sentence would have on me one day. But hearing that from a doctor who's also a mom was quite heart opening for me. And here's another key word, the heart opening. I believe this is exactly what needs to happen. The opening of the heart because what happens when we lose somebody so close to us, when somebody that is that has spent such an enormous amount of time with us in our lives, when somebody passes that is so close to us, we do close off our heart to the possibility to ever love again. We don't do this consciously, but for a moment that happens, and for some it is so subtle that they don't even realize it. And for others, it is a conscious decision, which makes it even more so sealed, like literally sealed in the absolute enormity of meaning of that. When we seal our hearts, it's really hard to let somebody in again, to allow somebody in again. So for me, this key sentence, you know, just the fact how much you love your first son shows me your enormous capacity for love, your capability of loving someone. That was a true game changer for me and I never thought that this would come back to me after Rob passed. And I realized that's exactly what it is. A partner had once said to me, you have got an enormous capacity for love, Marie Alessi. And I was so grateful because it was such a gift for me to hear that, to have somebody hold that mirror in my face and show me how much I was capable of loving. And that to me was a true heart opener, if you know what I mean. It really opened my heart and it made me realize that with what I do, I continuously and daily plug into this enormous, eternal power source of love that is all around us. And there is one particular reason 
I can just see the comment, we love different people in different ways. Yes, I will get to that in one minute because that is also on my list to talk about here. But uh, for me, it was this, um, you know, when you, when you open your heart to love, when you work with this on a daily basis, I can promise you it does something to you. It does something to your heart. It does open your heart to love on an ongoing basis. And there is a particular reason why I chose this picture when um, when putting the event in my group or even when you're watching this on YouTube right now, you would see the image that I have chosen for this very talk. It is not a romantic image of two um, people in love. It is an image of my two boys and me when we took our first holiday, our first little getaway up to the Great Barrier Reef in, Reef in Australia after Rob passed. It was only about a month after because my cousin had come, uh, my, my niece had come to visit and they went up there, we came with them and um, I remember being on that boat and it was quite significant for us because A, I always wanted to go up there with Rob and all of a sudden it was just the three of us. And B, as soon as the boat started and we went out on our snorkel trip, um, it played a song that it had played at the funeral. And I was sitting there on the most beautiful boat, surrounded by my kids, surrounded by uh, just happy people going out on a snorkeling trip. And I was sitting there bawling my eyes out. Nobody knew what was going on, but I was, I was just an absolute mess. And then later on, I snapped out of it and I sat out there with the boys and I could feel so much love around us, you know, just being with my boys. And I have this image of both of us, uh, Jed and myself, kissing Flynn and Flynn's in the middle. And that to me is so much love. Do you know what I mean? There is so much love. And when we look at one door closing, we often don't see the next door opening. And when I sit there and just stare at the door where Rob has left, figuratively speaking. I cannot look at the other door that's open where my sons are standing. My sons are still in so much need of so much love and capable of so much love because they learn from the masters. So uh, to me, often we look for love in the wrong places and I'm not necessarily speaking about the wrong men or the wrong women. We are staring at that closed door, not realizing by how much love we are still surrounded. We are talking about friends and family and kids and grandkids. And I am not trying to say that that is the same love. It is a very different kind of love. Yet there is an enormous amount of love surrounding us. And we often don't open our hearts to it. Our hearts close up because we get scared of getting hurt again or losing again. And we also get scared of not being able to go through that entire experience again. And this is where we come back to the romantic sort of love. When we think about having a new relationship, we heal, we process, we get to the point where we might meet somebody again and then we think we are ready. But I can promise you, some things you can only heal once you're in a new relationship and only, only you will know when you're ready for that. I want you to learn to trust your heart. I want you to not overthink that before it happens. I want you to allow yourself to go this step by step 
slowly and stay true to yourself along the way. You will know when you went too far too soon or when you're ready but you don't dare because your brain, your thoughts are getting in the way. Become the observer again. Observe what is going on. This is the most beautiful opportunity of healing. I have been in one relationship after Rob passed. It lasted for about 14 months and I can tell you from my own personal experience that this was a huge part of my healing journey. I have healed so much through this uh, through this relationship. I was and still am hugely grateful for it. I'm so grateful that I did open my heart to love again because I know now that I can. And I know now what to listen out for. I know now what we as a family of three need. And I also know that my intuition has grown strong enough to know who to trust and when to trust. And I also know that I need to allow myself to observe my emotions when fear kicks in and is standing in the way or when it is intuition telling me it's not the right person or not the right moment. So this is a very, very big key point here to learn to distinguish when fear comes up that is scared of opening your heart again or when intuition kicks in and tells you it's not the right person or not the right moment. I want you to really feel into that, listen out to that and learn to trust your heart again because um, another thing that people often say is it won't ever be the same or my life will never be the same. Well, of course not. Our life is never the same. Our life is a continuous form of change. Yet when somebody passes, all of a sudden we make this something negative. And the only meaning that our life will have or that change in our life will have is the meaning that we give it. We can make it something positive or we can make it something negative. And I don't mean positive in a sense that, oh, it's great that Rob passed. No, but it's great what I made of it. Do you see the difference? It is so important to see that you have the opportunity to make this a powerful, a creative experience for you that you can rise from the ashes and create something new that is really suitable for you, that makes your life worthwhile living and fun again and joy again and amazing. You can choose the impact that you have on your surroundings or the entire world because it is your choice what you make this change mean. Every change is a changing meaning and I chose to put an amazing meaning to this change in our lives and in fact have a knock-on effect and a ripple effect on thousands of people out there listening to our messages here, listening to my message and coming into our group, coming to us for healing, coming to the program, sort of retreats for healing and walk away with a transformation that is life-changing for them. With Christmas coming up, I understand that a lot of people are dreading that as well. And again, it comes down to the meaning that you give it. 
So coming back one last time to how love will be different. For those of you who had more than one relationship, and I would say that most of you in here have, I want you to think back. Was any of your relationships the exact same? I can almost bet that the answer is no. None of our relationships are the same. It is, for me, the fact that different people get, get sent into our lives um, for different learnings, for different reasons, for different experiences. And I come back to the quote by Neil Donald Walsh, I only ever sent you angels. So look at that next angel that is sent to you. What is the message that he or she is bringing into your life? I can tell you what my message is for you right now. Open your heart and trust your intuition. And I promise you, you will love again. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here. This is Marie signing off. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed the show and you would like to find out more about loving life after loss, please visit mariealessi.com. I shall see you next week. Bye.